welcome,、uh, everyone. Whether you are listening to this live or for the recording later,、uh, this is our second episode on recapping our founder university experience. So,、um, whether you are a founder university、uh, alumni or current student,、uh, feel free to join the conversation at any point of the live session. Or there's also a live chat、uh, where you can type your questions or comments.、Um, so I think the way I would do this is I will first maybe just give、um, five to ten minutes of my own experience recap for the past two weeks, and if anyone in the、um, audience wants to join or after the live session,、um, you can also just comment to share your. Experience from the Founder University,、um, and also this is a very like welcome space for like advertising your own startup,、uh, no matter like what stage it is at. So yeah, feel free to、um, drop your、um, startup name and web address、um, as long as it's、uh, you know within the Founder University experience. So yeah, that's all.、Um, So I'll just do my quick、uh, recap. So what I've been building with Founder University is a、um, social hub for international podcasters, where they can、uh, launch and grow their first、um, podcast show. So right now the function is、uh, pretty simple. If you go to the、uh, web address firstpod.xyz.、Um, The simple functions are just once you registered, you can submit your podcast show link or your pod podcast episode link, and there's no limitation to platforms here. So it could be Apple, Spotify, or even some、um, inter- whatever international platforms you have. As long as、um, when people click the link, they can get access to the real podcast. And the、uh, another function is just、uh, other registered users. They can click on your podcast post and they can do a、um, upvote action, just like the、uh, product hunt. So this is kind of、uh, similar to、um, product hunt.、Um, actually,、um, product hunt they did a podcast、uh, sub domain like almost five years ago, but. For some reason, they、um, gave up that idea very quickly. One possible reason could be that you know five years ago the podcast business just wasn't as big as it is right now, and they probably want to focus all their energy on promoting new startups. But I feel like you know after five years, the industry size has definitely doubled, so there's just a lot of、um, opportunities for new podcast.、Um, Podcast. The only the obstacles are just that if you are small and starting, it's really hard to make yourself、um, visible to the bigger audience. So my product is trying to just give more,、uh, you know, exposure opportunities for starting podcast,、uh, not just in US but also international. So I've been talking to a few、um, starting、uh, podcast team friends,、uh, mostly through like. Private, you know, DM chats and invite them to use my product.、Um, right now,、uh, the feedback has been、uh, overall、uh, positive.、Um, I think my next step would just be to explore the 
actual business model, how I can help them make money, but also, you know, make money for my own startup. Um, and also I'm trying to improve the landing page. Like this past week, Founder University have been, has been teaching us about how to build a, an attractive landing page. Um, and I think the model they used is slightly different from what I have right now. Um, since my landing page is actually the uh, product itself where you can directly see the listing of um, people's posts and you can vote there. So I'm trying to still decide whether I should have a separate landing page to maybe give people more uh, excitement and expectation. But that's definitely something I've been exploring. Yeah, so that's my um, weekly summary here. Uh, hi, uh, Talisha. Um, if you want to share some of your experience, um, feel free to unmute yourself and talk. Oh. Yeah, hey. So um, I'm an alumni. Uh, I was in cohort one of Founders University. And... Um, I'm stuck in traffic, so I thought I would see, you know, what was going on in here and listen in while I'm just sitting here. Um, but so I'm, what I'm working on is Shopple, and Shopple is a shopping search engine that allows you to search the entire Shoppable web at any product from any retailer into one cart and then check out and only have one line item on your uh, card statement, and then you can track and manage those purchases all in one place. Uh, I actually pivoted from what I was doing at, during my time in Founder University. I was working on a B2B, something similar, uh, but it was a visual search API, basically, uh, that retailers, e-commerce retailers could plug into their website so people could search visually, like with an image of their site. Yeah, so this is what I'm doing, and since I pivoted, I'm kind of doing everything over again, you know, I've been working on my landing page this week, and coming up with a new marketing campaign to really get my startup out there, and get people signed up and excited about it, so, yes. Sounds great. Yeah, thank you for sharing. Uh, yeah, just curious, maybe it's uh, just uh, I'm a little bit slow at understanding. So um, who will be the people on your uh, website? And so is it like uh, um, basically you're just like aggregating all the other shopping websites using their um, APIs and you hope to just have like a one-stop um, experience for all the shoppers? Yeah, so it's it's a search engine, just like Google. So uh, we don't connect to any of the stores APIs. We have a web crawler that just goes out and collects that information and finds it for people. Um, and so, you know, anybody who's looking for a physical product to buy, you can just search for it. You know, whether you need a, a pair of jeans or a new couch for your house, you know, maybe you need that little screw thing for your dishwasher you can find it 
you know, on our website. And then you can put all of that stuff in a single card and check out. Awesome. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, I definitely um, had the experience that, you know, Amazon is probably good for like, I would say 80% of the stuff I usually want to buy. Um, But yeah, once you really get into those like specific areas you're looking for, yeah, sometimes it just gets um, really disappointing. You have to go to a more like specialized um, shopping website or a physical location. So yeah, I think um, your idea would be yeah very helpful for um you know shoppers like me. Um, just curious, have you um talked with any like whether it's you know potential users or potential um people who want to list on your website and have they provided any feedback or it doesn't have to be limited to users could be just um anyone has given you any feedback on this idea yet. Yeah, so like I said, I recently pivoted, um, and so with my other idea, I actually ended up talking to about 300 people and uh, about 50 or so retailers, which I kind of used that information to come up with this new idea, you know, come up with my pivot, like that's why I pivoted. Um, And so since I pivoted, I've maybe talked to like, 10 or 15 people to kind of get their feedback. Um, and the number one feedback I get is like, why wouldn't I just, you know, go to each individual website and check out and, you know, not pay the fee. And I'm like, <laughs> and you know, while that's good feedback, you know, the truth is people are lazy. And so, you know, once you do something that's convenient, you usually get hooked. So that's, kind of my biggest obstacle is changing people's behavior so that they'll get into the behavior of doing this thing and paying for this service versus doing it themselves but yeah that's usually the biggest feedback that I've I've gotten it's like why would I pay yeah that's uh so it makes sense yeah uh yeah, so uh, I guess just curious, like, um, I don't know if you are, like, allowed to share this or not, but are you using, like, the um, bubble to try to build a product? Are you using more, maybe a more, like, advanced um, tech technical, like, stack for this? Yeah, so I am uh, building this with code, so I'm not using bubble. Um, I'm a technical founder, so... I'm building it all from the ground up. Of course, I'm using some open source software and some out-of-the-box like APIs to speed up development. But for the most part, I'm building proprietary software. Okay. Yep. Sounds good. Yeah. I wish I had the um, coding skills for that. Yeah. But that's great. I think, yeah, building from scratch is very helpful, especially for like more advanced uh functions like you know um check out because right now like i've been using bubble uh but definitely find it hard to like just add anything like related to you know actual transactions yeah so definitely would love to um have you back on the future episode when we talk more about the technical side of startup like things like you know integrating um apis or transactions things like that yeah, yeah, of course. 
Yeah. So, uh, just to confirm, because uh, we, I think I'll probably just share um, people's, uh, you know, startup uh, web address if they don't mind. So yours is uh, tryshopo.com, right? Yes, it is. Great. Got it. Um, all right. Yeah. Thank you so much, uh, Talisha. Uh, for joining, and also thank you everyone who um, listened to this um, episode. Uh, we'll definitely do another one very shortly, hopefully in one or two weeks, where we will uh, talk about other um, aspects of building a startup. You'll probably just loosely follow the um, syllabus of the founder university, so I will check that and post a room update uh, very quickly. Yeah, so thank you everyone. Um, hope you have a good weekend and we will talk to you all next episode. Thank you and um, bye-bye.